Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Welcome everybody to Cutscene Saga, the podcast where we dissect and discuss the stories in video games. We're kind of like a book club. Each month, we pick a new game and gather a few friends to talk about it. So back for the final time to talk about Final Fantasy XV, we have... Shastra, dear. Welcome back, Shastra. Thank you. Thanks for having me for yeah. the last few weeks. It's, it's, been, it's really been a good run, I think. It's been yeah. fun. Yeah. So today, we're talking about the the game itself, the game mechanics, mm. the how the game runs, the combat, the dialogue, the you know, all those sorts of things. Yes. And so previously we've spoken about the setting and the plot and the characters. So if you haven't listened to the previous three episodes, I recommend you head back there and listen to those and then join us back here for this one. Yeah. I feel like this one's, this Final Fantasy is maybe a little different to some of the ones that have come before because mm. it's a real time, more action adventure. It, yeah. it feels uh, very much like Kingdom Hearts. You've yeah, Kingdom yeah. Hearts, quite like that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I mean, I, I quite liked how, because yeah, like you say, it is, it is live, it's yeah. real time, but I quite like how you can activate that auto-pause feature. Yeah, um, maybe you should talk a bit about that, because I've never played really. Oh, see, is uh, it called the wait? Yeah, as, yeah. as soon as I turned that on, that, that was it, I was sticking with that. Yeah. Because then it makes it like a cross between a turn-based game mm. and a real-time game. Um. So yeah, it's just any time. Basically, any time you're not moving or doing an action, it pauses the game. Yeah, um, and that lets you do your. You know, you can analyze enemies to see how they're doing. I just I found it so much easier because the combat can get quite frantic. You know, you have <laughs> yeah. lots of people. Camera lots gets of blocked by yeah. trees. <laughs> um, so yeah, I found it so much easier to be able to just take a minute and like it. It has a, a countdown timer, but it's mm-hmm. a very long time. Yeah. Um. Like it's it's a couple of minutes, I think at least, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, it just lets you stop, look around, decide what you're doing, decide where you're going to warp to, decide who you're going to attack. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I I was a big fan of it. I'm I'm yeah. glad I, when I turned it on. I think I tried to, I think I tried it once, mm. and I was like, mm, I have to read things. What? <laughs> and then I turned it off and yeah. just I'm. <laughs> I'm um I wouldn't say I'm a very skilled player at this game. I just yeah. kind of like run at stuff and warp until I can't warp anymore, <laughs> and then teleport out. Yeah. So that my mana bar is recharged, <laughs> and then come back and hit stuff. Yeah. Um, um, you're in good company with e- every single person who's been on this podcast has said, "Look, I'm not actually very good at games." Yeah. 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 I think I I feel like I got good at this game though. Yeah. Like I. Having done the level one playthrough, which isn't very hard, mm. and even playing through the, we talked about the really miserable section mm-hmm. when you head to the Empire and you don't have any weapons and you just <laughs> have the ring. Like, even that was, like, I enjoyed it because it was sure. challenging for me. So, I think you can kind of, this is a very easy, like, it's pretty much every, one of the complaints about this game is that you can kind of hold down circle and it'll just, 
you'll fight and the battles are easy for that reason. And then I think as soon as those people a lot of the time are hit with maybe some Magitek assassins or hit with the Empire section, they'll be like, oh, why does this game suddenly get hard? (laughs) And it's, you know. It's it's, it's because they didn't learn to actually play it. Yeah. Yeah. And the fun, like you can do lots of combos with your friends Mm -hmm. and even, like we were talking about how the battles are really good at showing character yeah yeah i think the thing with these fights is when you can actually see what's happening because trees are not in the way (laughs) it's really like they fight like real people like it feels like Mm. the characters care about each other yeah and and like like they talk to each other during the battle they egg each other on yeah 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 and Um, even the little the healing animations because if um if your characters get knocked into critical health you can go heal them or your characters can heal you and Noctis rather. Um, and there's a really nice, I think if you go, I actually looked this up for this. It was um, on someone's Tumblr. Their Tumblr name is Rilu, R-I-L-U-U. They've hosted this little video and it's mm-hmm. like this 17 second video of a fight where you've Noctis has been critically injured. So he's kind of hanging out, waiting for someone to heal him. Normally Ignis will be the one who heals you just because yeah. he sticks quite close to you in battles because he's taking care yeah. of you. He's mom friend. friend. Yeah, mom friend. So he'll normally hover. <laughs> um, <but laughs> Helicopter mom <Yeah>. friend. <laughs> yes, really. Um, so Noct is kind of, you're wandering away from battle. Ignis is trying to get to you. There mm. are enemies in the way. So Ignis, instead of like, killing the enemies he kind of knocks them back right and then heads towards you and heals noctis and then kind of stands protectively in front of him and then once noctis has kind of got his hp back he kind of pushes ignis's arm out of the way and then you have control of noctis (laughs) again and get back into the fray and it just it just tells you so much (laughs) about their relationship yeah and even when you do the link strikes or the like um techniques where you team up and Mm. do some kind of combo thing it's really like the characters watch each other and the way they interact and it's really I think it's really well done like yeah, it's I agree. definitely one of the things the game gets right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah it is it's 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 quite fun combat. It's mm-hmm. quite um you feel powerful without feeling like you're OP. Definitely. You know? Yeah, especially um, if you're <laughs> if you haven't played the game for a really long time and aren't overleveled in any particular area. But there are kind of big enemies mm. wandering around in a lot of places and you can just go up and trigger a fight with yeah. them. Like there are these big moose things and yep. I guess the terrain, the, a thing that I think could be handled better is a lot of the enemies are just recolors, so the monsters yeah. and, and the demons as well are just yeah. <laughs> recolors and, you know, it's not super interesting, mm. unfortunately. Um, but I still I had a fun time because it yeah. kind of, you know, they sometimes change the elemental weaknesses mm-hmm. and I don't know, I, find it, I found it challenging and as a person who doesn't really like to play anything mm. super diff I like to have fun yeah me too the yeah. game and I always like had fun pretty yeah. much in the fights and this yeah yeah and I like you're talking about the different elemental weaknesses and stuff I feel like that was a really good way of encouraging you to either use the magic mm-hmm. flasks or to change weapons yes yeah. encourages you to shake it up a bit and try something new without forcing you to do that definitely you know? yeah because Noct has four weapon slots and you can kind of do what you want with yeah. them. You can put a magic flask in some of them. You yep. can, like... And there's, like, a lot of variety in the weapons yeah. that you get. Um, they're very, very different 
pieces of equipment depending on on which ones you've unlocked and which ones you like to use definitely and the even the animation and the way noct uses each one is really nice and then seeing because obviously the other characters kind of use other weapons Mm. that you can noctus can use as well and the way noct uses something is you know the way noct holds a big sword is very different from the way gladio holds yeah exactly which is just really nice to to see like that that level of thought has been put into it yeah it is it is a really nicely animated game yeah like in terms of combat I think we've been mentioning like the demons <laughs> yeah, every the so demons often at night. and not really talked about the demons at night so quite early on in the game when you get the car and if you try to go anywhere after nightfall Ignis will be like hey don't <laughs> drive at night time to camp please yeah. and because I love Ignis, obviously, anytime Ignis would say that, I would be like, okay. Yeah. So I didn't know demons were a thing for a really long <laughs> time. But a lot of people would be like, oh, whatever, nerd, and like keep <laughs> driving and then suddenly get ambushed by this giant hulking <laughs> thing that takes like half damage to everything. Yeah. So there are these, it's it's scary. Yeah. Like I've they're, they're difficult battles and they're scary yeah. enemies. Yeah. And especially when you're at a low level. And I think, you know, depending on how you play a game, a lot of people would have done mm-hmm. that where they just kind of said whatever yep. and tried to drive at night and then if you're not near a campsite <laughs> it's like and your health doesn't you know automatically mm-hmm. regen at night time and you just kind of it can be a horrible situation and, and that's exactly what happened in. to me yeah was off like generally i listened to to ignis but mm-hmm. then eventually i was like no no no, i'm gonna keep going and i got trapped out in the wilderness yeah. with these with the monster um, and yeah, like um, like you say, your health doesn't regen, and I died like really quickly. Yeah, I think I because I I like to read walkthroughs generally, mm. and one of them was like, oh yeah, you can level up quite well if you fight some demons. And I thought, oh yeah, I'm yeah, you know, I'm level fifteen at the moment, so I think I'd be yeah. okay. <laughs> I got wrecked. Like I was so lucky. I'd saved it. I think just at Hammerhead. The, the gas station that everyone loves, <laughs> um, I'd save my game because otherwise I would have been ruined. Yeah. And I think it's, I think that's the fun thing about combat too, that mm. you have to be careful because you can, yeah. like there are battles where you can turn the tide. Yeah, and even though you can kind of run away, there comes a point where like you, you know, sometimes mm. you can get stuck in yeah. this situation. Yeah, you need, you need to pick your battles wisely. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And it's nice that you can do that as well. Like, mm. I feel like that's imposed, like, sorry to keep talking about Final Fantasy XII, but in that, like, if you were wandering around the environment, the really big enemies wouldn't attack you. Like, you could, right. there might be, like, little cactuses, but also a T-Rex in the sure. desert, and the T-Rex would have a green health bar, and it wouldn't, you know aggressive right. unless you attacked unless it first right, and then right. that was how you found out that <laughs> it actually had three million hp and you did not want to do that at all but with this like i kind of i guess having that experience with the final fantasy game mm. before i was like oh that's a cool looking thing i'm gonna go look at that big <laughs> band of snatch that's in this area where the music changes whenever i walk there <laughs> yep and that didn't really go well yeah. and like i um I was driving, I think when you're driving to the coast um, with with Iris, mm-hmm. she says something like, oh, let's go take a look at that. And there's like the gnarled plant up on the hill. Yeah. And she was like, let's go take a look at that. And I was like, okay, let's go take a look. I was not high enough level to try to try going up that hill. Mm-hmm. I got wrecked real quick. Yeah. Um, it was sort of the first time that a character had been like, let's do this thing without 
you know, like without the game checking whether you're actually prepared to do it. Definitely. And I feel like I think having listened to your previous podcast episodes, there's this idea of player choice. And yeah. I was thinking about that with this game because there's not, there's really not much no, player not. choice no. except for these sorts of things that you kind of have to be mm. wise enough from experience to know that, yep. no, I should not be doing <laughs> that. Like yeah, it's like... Because normally in those sorts of situations in a game, your default position would be yes. Mm. But this game encourages you to have a default position of no. Yeah, definitely. Like things can go horribly wrong mm -hmm. very, very quickly, <laughs> which is refreshing. Like yeah. I really enjoy it. it. Is. Uh, and talking about the driving, how good is the driving? Yeah, like uh, and it's so like you have a little chat Yeah, and Gladio's reading a book. And yeah, I, ju I just it love might it. might rain and the like, you and the, know, the, the roof the will roof go goes up. Over. Like, it's so cute. It's and it, it really felt like a road trip. It, it felt really like. It really did. Yeah. Like I, it's one of my favorite things. Sometimes I just decide to go for a long yeah. drive around drive the map around. and I'll just set it up yeah. to auto drive yeah. and even just like kind of sit with my cup of tea and yeah. just watch them hanging out. Like <laughs> my, um, my favorite thing is getting Ignis to drive. Mm -hmm. And so Knox goes and sits up above the back seat. Mm-hmm. But then you can still hit the brake button yeah. and he falls forwards yeah, into the seat. it's the best. <laughs> it's the best. And it's just, again, that really beautiful detail in the animations. Mm -hmm. um, and Ignis is kind of like, oh, what? Huh, <laughs> strange. <laughs> I definitely did not do that. <laughs> strange fourth wall breaking <laughs> moment. It's Yeah, it's really odd. Yeah. And beeping the horn. Yeah. <laughs> I just love to beep the horn. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and then, of course, with the with the patch, you get the <laughs> the monster truck. <laughs> the monster truck. <laughs> I want to know who. Okay, so you always had an airship. Like you could turn the car into an airship, mm. which is has caused a lot of deaths in game because <laughs> <laughs> no one can land the airship. But yeah, suddenly someone decided. You know what Final Fantasy really needs? A monster truck. A monster truck. <laughs> And they didn't even introduce a new car. Like, it's the same <laughs> car body <laughs> with these massive, ridiculous wheels. Yeah. It's beautiful. I changed mine to an iridescent, like, green-purple paint <laughs> colour. Oh, it's the ugliest thing I've ever it's amazing. seen. I love my monster truck. <laughs> Rolling through the desert. Yeah. And I guess that's – it's mildly hindered by the fact that the game naturally kind of – there are certain, you know, big mountainous structures mm. you can't – really climb or go towards so you know it can feel kind of whereas it hadn't been a problem before when i'm in the yeah. monster truck i'm suddenly like oh this isn't actually yep. as open <laughs> as, yeah, as well, it well, seemed be because the yeah. world was designed around you being confined to roads mm -hmm. all these areas and yeah. then suddenly they've opened the whole place up to you yeah i did find that with a monster truck where there's always barriers at the sides of the road mm -hmm. because it was designed for you to be on the track on yeah. the road but then suddenly now that you should be able to drive around, you can't because there's this barrier in the yes, way. Yes, yeah. yeah. And you can kind of try to jump over it, but yeah. I have failed at yeah. that many a yeah. time. <laughs> Rolled the monster truck. <laughs> and yeah. you get the boat too in the Royal oh, Edition, yeah. which yeah. is mm, it's kind of yeah. – it's cool to be able to drive a boat 
And yeah. oh, okay. But the the best thing about the boat, I'm so glad I spent this thirty dollars or whatever <laughs> it was on the royal edition because Ignis is kind of s- chilling on the boat and he falls asleep sitting up because he's so tired from doing all the things he's doing. Constantly. Looking after three young yep. children. Yep. Anyway, so that idle animation was totally worth Aww. however much money I spent <laughs> on, the, on the on the royal edition boat. <laughs> Oh, he's such a sweetie. Yeah, he's a good boy. They're all good boys, all yeah. of them. And, of course, there's the fishing, which ties into the boat. I love That's, the fishing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think everyone knows yeah. how much I love the fishing <laughs> at this point. Um, I love a fishing game. I love yeah. a. I love that it's a staple of the JRPG. Mm. I love – I don't know. I just – I love that it's such a pervasive – thing that in yeah. pretty much every like I like I really like the persona games by Atlas and there's always yeah. always a fishing game. Yep. And it's and they okay, we haven't really talked about so there's there's the game, right? Mm-hmm. And then we've mentioned the Kingsglaive movie, mm. the Brotherhood anime, the little novella <laughs> novella <laughs> thing that came along as well. And then there've been yeah, three DLC episodes mm-hmm. and there's a multiplayer game, which was another DLC episode. Oh, Comrades. I haven't played that. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah, you good? can actually yeah. create your own character and stuff. Oh, that's it's cute. Yeah, it's really good. Um, there's an uh, there's a the pocket edition which you can put oh, on your mobile yeah. phone. Oh yeah, oh that looks so it's cute. It's very cute, and I actually recommend playing through it because there are some voice acted lines in there that are really nice and yeah. story driven that aren't in the main game huh. for some reason. Okay. So they've added extra yeah, content. Yeah, yeah to that while obviously stripping a lot of content away. Mm. And there is a VR fishing game called Monster of the Deep. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. You can go VR fishing. Have you been VR fishing? I haven't been VR fishing. Like, everyone in my life was like, please do not buy a VR headset (laughs) because we will never see you ever again. It'll be like Ready Player One, just like in your bedroom with the (laughs) the headset on. I would never leave my house. (laughs) Like, I just, yeah. And it's why I don't understand why this. I'm very happy about it in general, but it's such a weird choice. Well, I kind of feel like that was just like a lot of the development of this game. I'm like, why? Like, who chose that? Who made that decision? And I get that obviously there are different departments working Mm. on different things, (laughs) but it's like, could you maybe have? devoted this energy to giving us a finished game (laughs) definitely not or maybe even just package the game where it came with the movie and the anime on disc or or even just told you that you should go and do these things like yeah 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 because i think the fact that like you've played you know only the game and have not really known until i guess today when i I was like i knew that the movie existed i didn't know that there was an anime i didn't know that there was a novella yeah (laughs) And I feel like it's only thanks to Tumblr.com yeah. that I knew any of these things were things either. So it's really... And I don't know if it's different in Japan, maybe, or even in maybe. the US yeah. it might be different, but I just... yeah, It I just wasn't around here. Yeah. yeah, I would have liked a little kind of like to get the, the fullest experience of this <laughs> game. Yeah. Please do all these other things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there's there's a trend now of, uh, of a lot of games trying that sort of thing, trying mm. the... Um, integrated media yeah but very few i can't think of any off the top of my head that have actually done it really well yes i remember um for the playstation 2 there was a series called dot hack Mm. and it was a simulated mass online multiplayer rpg so it was like you had 
the first interface was like a little email thing and yeah. you had a message board and then you could play the game <laughs> proper. So you could send emails to your right. online game friends and like then go in and play the RPG. It was really good. Yeah. But each, so there was an anime as well called Dot Hack Sign, which I think maybe came, maybe it was, ooh, I don't know if it was released before the game, right. so at the same time, but that exists. And then there was the game itself and the game came with an a, a disc which had one anime episode right. on it as well at, le- at least just world. to get you going yeah. yeah and it was it was fascinating like that was the so i'd been exposed to it before so mm. when i found out all this final fantasy stuff i was like oh okay so it's just like that yeah i was happy to you know go watch whatever i needed to watch but it's i think it's only really taking off yeah. to the final fantasy degree now like yeah. it's yeah it wasn't yeah. really and it but it definitely needs to be integrated better than yeah. needs to be yeah, some and options. I think like the only reason Final like fifteen has done this is because <laughs> they didn't have a finished game. Like you yeah, know, yeah, they had to supplement the story yeah. where they could with other things. Yeah. yeah, hire some animation studio to to make these yeah. things. Yeah, and that's why I guess the the DLCs, so episode um Gladio, mm. episode Prompto, episode Ignis were so important because they were meant to fill these gaps. Yeah, and that's what kept being said to us and then you get episode gladio and it's just (laughs) it's not very you get a little bit of kind Mm. of info about core and about gladio's father but it's kind of just yeah oh cool hit stuff eat cup noodles (laughs) and be a man i I (laughs) haven't i haven't played these these episodes Mm -hmm. but um I hear that episode Prompto was quite interesting in that it introduced some new gameplay mechanics. Yeah, it was episode Prompto was really good. Um, so you had some kind of like sniping, and you could you could use melee attacks, but it was mostly like using guns, and obviously, which is Prompto's main weapon, um, sneaking around, and it was really it was really really good. Like yeah. you could just play that on its own i had a really good time oh good. With that. yeah because the the main game kind of tried to introduce stealth but no <laughs> it just was so bad it yeah. was so difficult yeah in some of the like um infiltrate the yeah you know imperial base yeah. missions and, and it's, it's like, like let's be stealthy and you can't really <laughs> and, and, and you just kind of run <laughs> into the light you can't even there's i don't think there's even a button to like sneak no i think you, you can walk you just walk around like <laughs> so there's like like ignis has his like stealthy yeah. ninja animation and you're just like yep. walking into the base yep. yeah yeah and just so I'm trying to warp places and that's <laughs> that's the degree of yep. your stealth, even though it's really shiny and makes a noise. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad they introduced some more um, integrated stealth elements yeah, for Prompto. Yeah, it was really, it was well done for Prompto's yeah. one. And I guess with all those chapters, like um, you can then, now you can play as, only in the battles you can switch to the other characters. And oh, use right, yep fight skills as yep. well which is really cool yeah, like that's it's really a nice. really fun like nice addition mm. um but i guess a lot of people have been saying oh why can't i walk around as this character right and of course it's an octus's story which is why <laughs> it can't happen unfortunately but i think with um episode ignis was really interesting because it i think we might have slightly touched on this it introduces this other alternate ending mm. where noctis doesn't die and everything is fine it's kind of it's <laughs> <laughs> kind of they're <laughs> just like retconning their own ending. yeah kind of it's really okay so if you i mentioned trailers before mm. and there's this trailer called the omen trailer that's the title of it and the way it's framed is that it's this like prophetic dream that regis noctis's dad is having 
and you can watch it online. It's short. It has really mm. cool animation. Everyone was really excited about it because it's like, oh, look at all this cool stuff we'll get to do in Final <laughs> Fantasy 15, none of which you can do. <laughs> um, in in traditional game yeah, advertising style. Yeah, it was great. But it's like it introduces this future where Noct travels on his own to go, right. you know, meet Luna Freya, do everything and fails horribly and becomes evil and kills Luna. Right. This really weird dream. So it's kind of, if you want to consider that canon, mm. you have this potential, I guess, of this this ending. Mm. Then we have Final Fantasy XV's ending, which is the right. canon ending. And then you, Episode Ignis introduces this other like yep. weird thing where you think Luna Freya might be involved in orchestrating some of this, which is odd given her, you know, zealous yeah, nature yeah. in terms of what the Astrals want from her so far. And yeah, basically it sums up to Ignis is healed by the crystal, knocked willingly goes into it and right. doesn't suffer that trauma from you know, being taken away. He still spends 10 years in it, but because Ignis isn't hindered, I guess, by his blindness, which, <laughs> again, mm, kind of problematic, yeah. um, but because Ignis isn't dealing with, I guess, adapting to life being mm-hmm. blind, he, I don't know, sciences his way out of the situation <laughs> and manages to figure out a way that Noctis stays alive yeah, and becomes king. And it's kind of like, oh, yeah. okay, like, it's... Mm. Mm. So yeah. they're kind of trying to introduce this idea of maybe there's multiple ways this could have turned out. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's just... I th- but again, that feels like it's the whole they wanted to do certain things and didn't have the resources or time to do it. I feel like they've listened to the fans, which is nice. Yeah. It's nice, but I'm also like, I don't think the game needed that. No, I think yeah. Just, just like stand by what you did. Yeah. Like I think, I, I think what sets this game apart from a lot of other Final Fantasies is that it's the fulfillment of the prophecy. Yeah. And it's it is the fact that, you know, in life sometimes that happens. The bad thing yeah. happens. Yeah. Like you Yeah. <laughs> and it's sad and it's awful, but it's yeah. And I mean it harks back to um like um Oc- Ocarina of Time, mm. you know, that get shut away in this mysterious place for 10 years and then you come out as this more powerful version of yourself into this dark, evil world to save the day. Like, that's a really good plot line. That's a really good story. Yes. So that idea of coming into a world of darkness Mm. um, and the importance of bringing back the dawn, you get the importance of bringing back the dawn. But I, I don't know, it makes me, I guess the ending the ending cutscenes that we've talked about with Regis, you know, seeing the fact that his son has grown up. Mm. But that it's that idea that, you know, the game has never lied to you about anything. Yeah. It's and that the intro cutscene I think is worth watching. Um where <laughs> Regis really knows that this peace treaty isn't <laughs> gonna go good. Yeah. He's he's aware of the situation, and Noctis just wants to leave because he's with his friends. <laughs> and he, he really just wants to get going. Yep. And you know they're walking down the stairway to the citadel, and Noctis's dad doesn't want to leave him. Like he keeps Aww. kind of reaching out and saying, "And another thing, <laughs> like." But it's it's that it's that idea of once you set forth, mm. you cannot turn back like and it's it's spelled out for you every time um and just that idea that your family line goes like it's very it's very legendary yeah it is yeah it's very 
it's very archetypal. Yeah, it's and or you, or you're like you, you're saying it's Arthurian earlier. It's yeah. a very yeah. It feels like a myth. It which yes, I yeah. think is why it's so um, interesting that it's that it's in this modern yes. version of the world because you can and you can see it happening right. Like you can. I know I m- talked about not getting to see what happens after Noctis brings mm. back the dawn, but you know that the symbol of this dawn king is going to supplant yeah. the man that Noctis was. Yeah, And I think m- maybe that's why it's important that we don't see that because we see Noctis as a person. Yeah, I think that's, you know, we've talked about how the empire is completely dehumanised, mm. but I think that importance of the mythological figure the king as human, as a person who had hopes and dreams and <laughs> had those taken away yeah. because of a destiny that he had to fulfill. Like yeah. it's it's a story that's been told again and again <laughs> and it's going to be told yeah. a lot more again and again and yeah. again because it's important and it's, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's our story. Yeah, it's and it's it's being told in a new way. It's yeah. being told in a new, particularly with the characters. Yeah, um, in a way that's new but that feels very old. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I I do feel like they've reached a good balance of yeah. that, that. I think tone. that's another interpretation of that idea of a fantasy based on reality. Yeah, yeah. it's it speaks to d- our times really. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, I think there's a lot that can be read in yeah. this game, and I I wish um, more people would give it a chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things I really love about this game is the way that, and we kind of touched on this earlier or last week, I think, mm-hmm. um, is the way that the game systems feed into the the actual story and the character interactions. Yes. Like one of my favorite things was finding out that each character has foods that they love and that they yeah. hate, you know? Um and that not like not 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 only is that a fantastic kind of characterization moment, but also that it literally has it gives them buffs. It 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 helps you with the game. A really fun thing that I saw someone point out online about that is that Prompto is a big fan of a lot of curries like oh tends yeah. to be a fan of spicy food and if someone's watching their weight <laughs> like <laughs> that's a really yeah you know like that's kind of what you'd eat like for metabolism boosting yep. and likes a lot of beans etc yeah. like it matches whereas Noct is really into yeah greasy yeah. like <laughs> you know chips and burgers and yeah Ignis kind of has that more dignified palate Gladio likes meat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and noodles. all manly men do. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a really, really good. It's yeah. really, yeah, I feel like where this game shines in characterization is really in those little yep. tiny details. Yeah. Like, and even just, I love when you set up camp and you just look at the camp. Yeah. That it sets up and it feels like a place where people live. Even if it's only for one night, mm-hmm. it feels like they're, they're actually living here. Yeah. And it's um in one of, there was a, a demo that was released. I think it was called Episode Duskai. Mm. And that's um, kind of lets you play through the, the mission with the chocobos and the behemoth. Oh, yeah. Um, and at that point, you can kind of do tours with each individual with each individual bro. And <laughs> the other bros will kind of be sitting in the tent and like yeah. playing cards or just chatting. or And it's really like it feels like you're part of this group of yeah. friends. And I, I think very few games have successfully yeah. done that where I feel like I'm as a player included in what's happening, yeah. like the intimacy of that situation. Yeah, they are they're the very rare type of video game characters that actually feel like people. Yeah. And even the dialogue, like from just wandering around, there's one I remember where you're 
you know, you'll be wandering around and Ignis will be like, oh, knocked your button's coming loose. I'm going <laughs> to repair it. And Noctis is like, no, I'll repair it myself. And then Ignis is like, okay, fine. And then you might camp a couple of times. Yeah. And then Ignis will say, like, after a good amount of time has passed, hey, Noct, have you fixed your button yet? And Noctis <laughs> will be like, ah, I forgot. And Ignis will be like, I'll fix it for you. And then Noctis says, That's okay. That's so precious. And then there's other dialogue where Prompto's like, oh, there's a rock in my shoe. And Noctis says, take it out. Like, cool, but also real. Like, I felt that. I felt that. Yeah, yep. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, I I feel like it's really um, the the realism of those characters. They feel like real people Mm -hmm. compared to pretty much every other character (laughs) in the game feels very... um, Flat. Yeah, like well, a series of traits that should make up yeah. a real person. But yeah, isn't. they feel like like caricatures of people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that does make the 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 four friends feel like this little in they're in their own little bubble world, quite separate from the other. They're very cartoonish. A lot of the other characters. Yeah. Um, whereas the four friends are very realistic. Definitely, and tying that in with that um idea of mythology and mythos, like. They are caricatures because they are, like, based on these sorts of... I'm sure you could look at any mythology and kind Mm. of say, oh, that character fits here and that character fits here. And it it feels flat for that reason. Whereas the boys, definitely, like, you can assign them their roles. But they're real. Like, they're genuine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's the core of the game. That's the core of what makes this game so good. Yeah. It's, yeah, your friends and your dad. And your dad's car <laughs> and the road trip of a lifetime. That's really sweet. I think that's a nice place to finish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Shastra, for coming in for the last thank few weeks. Thank you so much for having me and for letting me talk about this game, <laughs> which I love. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah, thank you. Um, as always, thank you to Zane C. Weber and That's Not Canon Productions. If you'd like to hear more from us, catch up. Uh, on some photos and some updates you can follow us Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Cutscene Saga if you'd like to speak to us at length you can email me cutscenesaga at gmail.com we'll see you next week when we're going to be talking about a new game with some new guests we'll see you then, bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.